Another Thing with Dave. In this episode, we're going to continue our conversation with the collective. Thanks for tuning in. The nice thing about it is, um, I mentioned, I wanted to say last year, about last year, is we've seen a lot of years condensed into those that whole 12 months. That's not oh, fuck. It was like so uh, many years concentrated into one fucking year. Did you get I don't know about you. I, I aged five years. I don't know about you, bro. <laughs> yeah, I said about five years. I said, this is like five years in one year. Damn. Right? The change of emotion and everything is going on and uncertainty. You didn't have any kind of, you know, uh, history or any kind of background experience in life. Last year, and just that beast. Yeah. And just that tightness in your gut that whole time, it just never went away, right? No. Yeah, that was like, what? Like, we were in the, the dude is so fucking crazy, the, you know, the chump, um, that anything was possible at any time, right? Like, oh, we might go to war with North Korea. Oh, shit, we might go to war with China. Oh, fuck, maybe we're facing off with Russia. Oh, shit. Like, Jesus Christ, dude. Slow your roll. One person just wanted to keep his word. And uh, I said, you know what? He stepped into leadership because he didn't want... He said he wasn't a politician, and he didn't feel like so many others with any other good candidates. But I said, people, you got a businessman, and are you prepared for what comes with that? Because any one of us could step in there, but it's we the people. And when we turn our backs mm-hmm. on anything that's going on that's necessary for us to be on this planet, we have to be accountable for it. You know, that's it. And and a businessman is one thing, but dude, this guy was a corrupt businessman <laughs> that had. Fought- you guys see Biden bought out by China, a Chinese. Uh, has anything to do with the Chinese at all? I don't yeah, think. Going back to the, that soil health, um, I think it's incredibly important that we remember, you know, what we are. Like at a physical level, we are made out of the earth, out of the dirt. The the water, you know, that comes from from the ocean. The, uh, the air that we breathe is from the wind, and the earth contains all those minerals and those vitamins. And we need to know that if we're made of that which the earth supplies, then if we're getting bad quality foods, you know, from soil soils that have been deprived of those things, or waters that have been deprived of those minerals, uh, clean air, then we're going to get sick. And that's what we're seeing, you know, in our population nowadays. People are just getting sick and they try to eat healthy, but the soil is depleted. It's no good. We need to get it back to health. One with the earth, you are so right. Not only that, but imagine there's people that just eat like fast food and processed food. So they're not even actually eating what we, what is known as like quote unquote food, right? It's like, man-made shit um so i i couldn't agree with you more it's all about it's all about the 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 microorganisms in the soil the thing that freaked me out okay 
There's a documentary called Dirt. It's fantastic. Everybody needs to see it and share it with everybody they know because it's the most important movie ever. And what it points out is that on average, the Earth only has four inches of topsoil. And that's what's keeping us alive on average, right? It's got a lot more in some places and some places it doesn't have any, right? But on average, four inches, that's fucking nothing. So as soon as I saw this documentary, I started building topsoil in the backyard of my condominium. And I don't own it. I didn't own the condominium. I got evicted. So I was just doing it because I wanted to create topsoil for the planet, not for me, right? And what you're sharing with me, I saw in a documentary where they were talking about how they were going to do, um, it's not like, like you, you till the land and have the high hills. They were going to do um, close to the ground, particularly because of what you just shared. Instead of developing ways, I mean, to, instead of tilling the land, they're developing ways, developing ways to till it, to cut through the land so that it's just enough for the seed so that it doesn't get drowned and something else, but to address the idea of what you just shared. In other words, what's really what is available to to um, plant it because of uh, what's going on with the soil. I've seen that yesterday in this documentary, coincidentally, that we're having this conversation. I said, that is fascinating because we don't think about it. You know, in all the years we did farming up upstate New York, you know, we we get it high, you know. Our, our, our okra or potatoes or whatever we're growing, there's nothing about there with the disker and just kind of, you know, comb the ground and then have to deal that with it. That was the way it was, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Have to go back and, you know, break that ground up again and get it right, you know, do, do tests on it and stuff and see what the soil that's, was doing. The plant. That's but what we thought anyway. Right? That's more efficient to actually keep it lower and you can pretty much net the same result with what uh, what we know now. So yeah. now we're learning. Now we're learning the less you disturb the soil, the better. Exactly. The more exactly because that's why that stuff you can leave right there. It'll you know replenish the earth, replenish the soil. All those micro great great moisture in the Man, yeah. You just do a hardcore till on it, you expose all those microorganisms, and then they bake in the sun and die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's very interesting. And I, and I guess the important part here is, you know, how to, like you said, to share that that information and, and try to get people to come into consciousness of of how important this is. Because unless people really can get to that level of consciousness, they're not going to change. They just continue to live their lives and do the same things that they're programmed to do. And I think that you can bridge that by um, providing the right information, kind of building a compassionate state of mind where you can show examples to people and make them see the human race almost like a cancer, like a virus inside of a body, uh, the body being the, the planet. And how we behave like a cancer. We're just growing and exploiting it and taking all of its resources until we kill it. And if we can kind of 
kind of just get to that that mindset and people gain compassion now for the planet uh, because they feel the pain of the planet as being it's alive because it is then they can start making those choices and say i don't want to hurt the planet because when i hurt it i hurt myself and everyone in it it's kind of just starting with that and just changing that consciousness level that's really going to motivate um, action I think we're because we're catching this at this level here, guys, and we have different capacities that we're living in, I'm sure. We're getting ready to see something that is going to help uh, the generations to come, you know, especially, particularly because there's a lot of people that are moving around, but they have time to be able to catch stuff like this. You know, when you got someone in the kitchen, they got to go for a radish or something that's not available, or they got to pay $10 billion for it. <laughs> You're going to say, wait a minute here now. You got to be able to do something here, you know, to be conscious of what they're they're getting and wanting to know. At least I think to be more become more mindful of wanting to know what's going on. And if they can talk to a group of us, because I'm you know that's up here today, but this this can spill out potentially to hundreds of thousands of people. I think it'll um, it'll start to change some things. It's, it's exciting, exciting times to live in. I agree. And I think uh, one thing that's important is that it doesn't matter. <clears throat> I, it, so uh, one with the earth, one with I wanted to respond. I wanted to respond. I love that name. One with the earth. So am I, brother. So am I. You know, nature is my church. Um, nature gives us everything. It created us. So why would you not love nature anyway? Um I wanted to get back to like give back to what we take, kind of like t- talking on 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 what you mentioned. Like we take and we take and we take from this planet, but you know, watching that documentary, dirt really made me think like, well, fuck, what am I giving back? So I started composting, not because I was even going to do anything, just because I was like, fuck, I don't want to put it in the garbage. So all my coffee grounds, eggshells. And all my green waste would go, I, I would just bury it in the backyard. All of a sudden, I had the most amazing soil for you know. <laughs> yep, yeah, I was looking at my so lawn. Then I'm, like, this is awesome. then I'm like, maybe I'll plant some shit. So I did. It started doing good. So then I then I went the next step, right? And then I went kind of crazy with it. But, but my point is that anybody can do this, right? Anybody, instead of throwing your eggshells, your coffee grounds, and your salad, clippings in the garbage you could just take them out in your yard dig one shovel deep and dump them there and then just dump up that soil back over them done that simple doesn't have to be you don't have to have a compost bin you don't have to worry about rats and the rat and if you bury it like i'm saying the rats don't come i did it they, there's no rats there's no raccoon nothing it's all good you're feeding worms they would go out and leave it on the ground. Years ago, when I used to see it in North Carolina, I said, this is why the pests were coming in. But the pests are sharing the planet like we are. So they're looking for something that they can yeah. readily get their hands on. We're going to see more of them. And then they're going to create families who, you know, yep. pose another challenge. But we shouldn't just smash them out and say, you know what, them damn pests or I'm not going to plan or whatever we got to think about what we're doing. 
stuff is out. No, and, and things that we call pests and weeds, well, we got to check ourselves, right? Because if God put that on earth, that's here for a reason. And a possum eats a rat. So a, a possum might not look like the prettiest thing, but you don't want to chase it under your nose because they eat rats and mice. It is. And when they, and interestingly enough, when they left the land and went into the ocean, they said the same system was in place. You know how it replenish itself. And I said, wow. Right. Like uh, one point, the guy was talking about the Dead Sea or the Black Sea or something like that. I think it was the Black Sea. Oh, man. Don't even get me started on Kamala. I lived in San Francisco for 20 years, and, and we spell Kamala with a capital C. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wait a minute. Um, do the Hummer, huh? what did, who did he use? The, yep. the CEO of Monsanto for the Department of Agriculture or something like that? So everything is going to hell there. One with the earth, you got it. Yep, that's that's what uh, incremental centrism <laughs> gets us, right? Like, no change. So he fucking puts this guy in charge of the Department of Agriculture. Don't know if you were aware of this, Mr. Collective. But the fucking, they're calling the guy Mr. Monsanto, the guy he put in charge. So, awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Took the, the throat elevator down. Uh, did that provide it? Oh, big time. Oh, it's history. It, you could Google it. Google it. Google that thing. Uh, oh, my God. You can Google it, dude. Truffle hunting on that thing. Uh. Let's talk about the earth and how we can save it and ourselves in the process. Because people talk about save the earth. The earth is going to be fine. It's us that'll be fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can you imagine, man, with a with a bone, with a, with a dinosaur yeah. bone. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, dinosaurs. Yeah, they own this shit, so we don't get shaken off like a flea. Because otherwise, you're right. It's going to be like that etch a sketch. The Earth's just going to be like two of them. Chick chick chick. <laughs> and then maybe Captain Planet will come and save the day. Yeah. <laughs> and, Maybe 10 humans will survive in a cave somewhere, but if not, humanity's fucking gone, erased. That simple. Yeah. That that easily. Like, one meteor could do it. And it all would be a plant of roaches. Yeah. Right? They say the roaches have so, been around for millions of years. Oh, dude. I'm like, so you heard this. Have you heard the theory that a cockroach will be the only thing to survive a nuclear holocaust? That's what I've heard, brother. I heard so, it. I, I put a cockroach in a microwave for five minutes. That motherfucker ran out of there like Superman, like it got energy from it. I'm not even joking, dude. I got one in the shit, one in my office, uh, my, my my shop. That sounds like a, a must must do, you know. I gotta, I have to take one for that for the uh, one of my lives off there, God. And I want to try that out. One for the team. I, yeah, I that's. It, it really real story, huh? Swear to fucking God, dude. I swear to fucking God. Absolutely true story. I could not. Oh. And, and it was me and two friends. And I caught this cockroach in, in my kitchen. And I threw it in the microwave. And like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, watch this. Let's, let's see if it's 
I'm all, and I'm all, let's see if it's true, you know? And I put it in there for five fucking minutes. Thing yeah. did not explode. An egg lasts about a minute. Wonder what it is. Man, you guys are me. No you gotta look like a, look at that cockroach or something. Gag. It's a kill those things. <laughs> oh, I can't stand them, Juanito. They're the most disgusting creatures on earth as far as I'm the Cockroaches, fleas, ticks, and mosquitoes. Like, yeah. Those are the, ugh, the worst. Food, a food store for somebody. Well, fuck, I need one. You're hungry yeah. enough. You eat that shit. Miami, you're doing the um, chocolate covered roaches, man. You crunched them up. Oh, you no. Know. Yeah. Really? Yeah, when they had the glitter really? shirt, you know, you use an iron on, he had, he had a iron on uh, t shirt company. Oh, and he, he, used to, he used to. Jeez. <laughs> cover roaches. He goes, Watch him. Oh, I said, Watch him. He could eat it. And, uh, he got the chocolate out, man, and warmed that damn thing on the stove. And um, they would dip the, the roach in there. Them things were big. Crunched down that. I said, you know what? It might be a, it might be a thing. Chewy in her center. Um, one minute is not long enough. I'll have to go on the live with you. You're funny and ridiculous. I'm on the bed, though. So good night, fellas. Yeah, good night, man. Hey, thanks, Juanito. Thanks for checking well, in, man. Well, now you're fucking cockroach. <laughs> you, you fucking car. I'm a fucking cockroach. You fuck, fuck me, fuck you. You fucking cockroach. <laughs> well, that sounds like a crackhead. Who is it? Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> we don't die, we multiply. Hey, I think a crackhead just ran my by window. <laughs> Can you imagine oh, God. that damn these damn cockroach comes out, he slams the door open, you know, you're like, Damn, is that all you got? Dude.